Welcome in to this week's Triumph Spotlight. Our guest today is Cole Nelson. This defensive lineman out of Johns Creek, Georgia, has enjoyed three seasons of football here at Virginia Tech. And in the second Commonwealth clash of his career, just three days ago, he led the stat sheets with two of the Hokies' six sacks collected in their 55-17 route of the Cavaliers. Cole joins us next on this week's Triumph Spotlight. Thank you guys for joining us in this week's Triumph Spotlight that is brought to you by Triumph NIL. The Triumph Digital Network is a fully integrated portal featuring individual channels for Cole Nelson and all of your favorite Hokie athletes. Visit triumphnil.com for exclusive engagement, merchandise, content opportunities, and subscriptions. All right, from the high-tech studios here at the Corporate Research Center, I'm Kyle Marshak. Some introductions are certainly due. We've got Robert Bateman to our right. Behind the desk is the one and only Key McCrimmon helping us out producing the whole way and of course we have cole nelson so thank you for joining us cole appreciate you guys for inviting me out here man of course well uh it's it's cold outside but it's it's definitely right in the thick of the heat of football season right and you guys just finished a great game just your raw reaction after stealing the commonwealth cup for uh the third game in a row against virginia yeah man it was it was crazy it was pretty surreal just like seeing all of our fans out there but i mean there's nothing we're not used to for real but i really do appreciate our fan base always coming to all our games especially when we had that rival game out there against uh, Virginia out there. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's been fun. Um, well, we asked, we asked Jalen Lane this last week and we kind of mentioned it right before the podcast, right? Um, their, their freshman quarterback had some reservations to say, and we wanted to ask you, is that bulletin board material for uh, your guys's team year in, year out? Uh, yeah, that was most definitely for this game. Uh, <laughs> bulletin board material for sure. I mean, uh, coach Pry he really put that out there for us to look at and, you know, Sadly, we didn't get to play those guys last year to that uh, unfortunate event, but it was it was definitely bulletin board material when we went out yeah. there and, and, and played those guys, and we did make make uh, Calandra feel it, for real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, now, yeah. in the second quarter, you led the charge on a big defensive stand. What did the practices look like leading up to the game that allowed you to get to the ball carrier so easily? Uh, me, and, me and my man, Twan, APR, uh, we were working on a little game that we, that we had going on up front. It was really at the beginning of – the first drive, I believe, we were running that game, and I just I told him, just come to my side, and I'm going to win for you, and two things are going to happen. You rather going to make the play, I'm going to make the play, or we're going to get .5, we're going to both make the play. Either way, it's not going to be good for the quarterback because we, we're going to get to that ball carrier for sure. Yeah, well, it wasn't yeah. good for him for sure, and uh, we saw you guys celebrating with the cup after the game, of course. You know, they turned the sprinklers on you guys. Oh, but yeah. Any fun cup stories you want to share with us? Man, uh, I only have two cup stories. This one in my freshman year. Uh, I say, I say for this for this past one, it was when they turned the sprinklers on for sure because that was that was yeah. a new one for me. Yeah. But my first year, um, I probably say there's this little there's this little kid, and I think it was one of our uh, it was it was it was like somebody's little kid. I I, I forgot who it was, but he was drinking out the cup <laughs> after like. <laughs> Ten other players drunk out of the cup. It was it was crazy. It was like I was like, okay, this kid's getting into it. I like that. He might be now, on the now. What's in the cup? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, it was just some Gatorade. He wasn't doing too much. I got you. Much. I got you. Yeah. Well, uh, you guys dumped the Gatorade on Brent Pride too. That was yeah. a pretty iconic oh, yeah. photo. You see that? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Fuga actually wanted me to get. I actually tried to. 
I saw they actually got Prof one time. And I was like, oh, they already got him. And then, but Fu was like, no, 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 we're going to go get him again. We're going to go get him again. <laughs> so he's like, I was like, all right, I'm going to go distract him. And then next thing you know, they come out with a big old bug. They kind of got it on me, but I was like, it doesn't really matter. But it was it was pretty fun. It was pretty lit. What, what if, was your, uh, oh, let me take this one. No, you got it. You got it. What was your initial reaction when they did turn the sprinklers on? I mean, you guys were celebrating on the field, taking a team photo, and I was actually out there, and all of a sudden we were getting soaked. At first, I was like, uh, they can't they can't be turning the springs on. But then again, I was like, wait a minute. No, they're definitely turning the springs <laughs> on us right now. But I was like, dang. I was like, but I didn't really care, though, because yeah. I was more like, the game is over. I, <laughs> shoot, I'm soaking wet already from all this sweat. I'm, I'm about to go. I, I was running all throughout the sprinklers and whatnot, yeah. just getting, just having fun in the sun. <laughs> dang there. And it's it's a fun D line room, right? Oh, yeah. uh, I've you know Josh Fuga is a guy that we've thought about as as reporters a lot because of the message he had after the Rutgers game in particular. Um, is he a real big vocal leader alongside you and APR? Uh, for sure, yeah. Fuga is one of the main guys on the team that always is going to talk. He's going he's going to tell us what it is. He used to he he gave us uh, some pregame speeches at least two or three games in a row. Went uh, right before just getting us riled up to go out there and play where we were about to go play. But he's a big time leader when he when especially talking vocal. But even outside of vocal, like he 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 works hard. He he's gonna grind and he's gonna put he's gonna put his body out there on the line for us. And I really uh, appreciate that. Yeah, it seems like the camaraderie and the whole crew is, is really developed in just two seasons with Brent Pry. So now that the celebrations are over, what's the locker room environment with a bowl game on your guys' minds? Well, so. Even before the bowl game, Coach Pryor, of course, like we were like, he was like, don't think about no bowl game. Think about one and zero going one on this week and just winning each game. And now, like, all you can think about is a bowl game. Right. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm excited to go to another bowl game. Freshman year, my freshman year, we went to which one? we went to the Pinstripe Bowl, and then now sadly we didn't go last year. But now we're back this year, going to another going to another bowl game, and I'm just excited just to go to a bowl game in general. But because I just get to have another. Uh, game with with my seniors, my guys, for they for we send them off. Yeah, yeah. Now, is uh, there any specific game you're looking at? You know, a bowl game that really stands out that you want to go to? Uh, the only ones I've seen that we've been uh, predicted to go to was the Sun Bowl, which is in El Paso. And I was talking to Gallo, and he was talking about some. We might get like some customized boots, and I was like, that's pretty fire. I was <laughs> like, I never had some cowboy boots before, so I would be pretty. It would be pretty cool to add to the, my little shoe collection I got going on. But and then the other one was the Duke's Mayo Bowl, I believe. That's in yeah. Charlotte. Yep. So those are the only two that I've really heard about. I mean, it don't really matter to me. Like where, wherever I go, my, my folks going to be there. My family going to be there. So I'm just ready to go. So we, we heard a little bit about a possible military bowl, too, in, in Annapolis, Maryland. You ever been out there? It's a nice town. Uh, No, I've never actually been out there. I mean, uh, it's gonna. I just know wherever we go, it's gonna be cold. I heard it's gonna be cold if we go to El Paso, be like forty degrees. Go to Charlotte. I'm not. I'm not sure what the weather's gonna be if we if we end up going to Charlotte. But I know wherever we're gonna be, it's gonna be cold. But it don't really matter to me. I'm just ready to ride. Yeah. Well, like you said, this isn't your first rodeo for uh, for bowl games either. You, you talked about the Pinstripe Bowl a couple of years ago. That had to have been a fun experience. What about the holiday schedule while you guys are preparing for that bowl game? What's the schedule look like for Cole Nelson right now? So. Depending on, and I'm really just like I'm really just going on back to fresh my freshman year how the bowl game was set up and all that. Um, depending on like when the bowl game is, we'll we'll be able to go home or we won't be able to go home. But if we have like a bowl game at like on the 29th, 28th, 30th, whatever, we'll be able to like practice. Then we'll get like a couple of days to go home, and then we'll have to fly out to wherever we're going. Um, but 
it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty lit. I'm just I just can't wait to go, man. That's all I'm really thinking about. I didn't got I didn't got two classes done. I'm just riding out through finals. I'm just trying to get finals over with so I can just go have a blast wherever we're at. Now let's talk some celebrations. So you guys are in the upper echelon of the ACC when it comes to sacks. Yeah. Do you have a go-to sack celebration you uh, like to throw in there? And do you okay. guys plan them ahead of time, or is it just a spur of the moment type? Uh, thing? for okay. So D line wise, I'm pretty sure y'all seen it a few times. Like <laughs> we, it's kind of just us. It's kind of just us that like just does it where we just like we'll like hit hands and we'll hit the, like the guitar or whatever. Yep. And that that's like that's like our main one that we'll yeah. do. Um, me and Team got a little handshake. We haven't we haven't put on the camera yet. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the perfect time. I got to do it during the bowl game because that's gonna be the only <laughs> other time we're gonna, I'm gonna be able to do it with them. But um, yeah, I mean it start the way funny. So funny story. So the way it started out was with that with that handshake with the D line was we used to go we used to hit two times and then it used to be like holding a fist up. That's yeah. Twan made that one up. And so. Holding the fist up, it just meant like Ben One. If you know Rallo Rodriguez, yeah, his yeah. album Ben One. Mm-hmm. So that's how it started. And then I was like, man, we gotta do something better than that because like, like this is kind of like doing this is just boring. Yeah, up so the then, a bit. Yeah, we had we had to, we had to switch it up. And then Panay, he was like, uh, all right, let's do this. We can do this and be like, Ole. I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know about that one, Panay. I don't know about that one. We started doing that a little bit. And I was like, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I was like, we just gotta have like a little. You just got to rock out. I was yeah. like, and I was like, I was, I was, I was just had like a rock star vibe, I guess, mm-hmm. when I made it up. And so like, I just made up, I just did it. And then we just like started rocking the guitar. And, hey, and then it just go. clicked and we all just started doing it. So I'll <laughs> give you a little bit of backstory about how that That's came sweet. No, that's awesome. Well, uh, another consistency in your career here at Virginia Tech is obviously J.C. Price. Right. He, he's been along for the ride, uh, especially, you know, when you guys earned that uh, bowl game eligibility a couple of years ago. Um, had to have been nice seeing him uh, pull out the Sally cigar. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I man, he he gonna pull out that cigar from one, one thing for sure, <laughs> one thing for sure, two things for certain. He gonna he gonna bring out that cigar, especially when we beat Virginia. And I smoke, I ain't gonna lie, I did smoke it after him. He he passed <laughs> it to me, I smoked it, and I then I got mine in the locker room, and we, we everybody had cigars. I, I didn't even realize how many cigars everybody was having on them, but I know Fuga Fuga had, was holding one for me. I was like, Fuga, yeah. you got an extra one? He was like, Yeah, I got you. I was like, Bad. <laughs> nothing wrong with a victory cigar. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with a victory cigar. Yeah, nah, gotta gotta take those celebrations when they come. Got to. All right, let's get to know you a little bit. Now, personally, I've heard you got, like, a special someone in your life. And by someone, I mean a vehicle. So uh, I want to hear about the Hellcat. Oh, the <laughs> Hellcat. Okay. Um, I mean, ain't, much, ain't, ain't not too much to talk about it. Nice little nice little red nice little red car. I probably should have got a different color. I haven't gotten any tickets yet in it yet. Mm, that's good. Hope, hopefully I don't get any tickets. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pray for that. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty fun to drive. Pretty fun to ride in, especially if it's like if, if it's your first time. Yeah, yeah. Sitting out, sitting out front though. If y'all ever want to take a ride in it, any, if y'all want to, you know. Yeah. Now I've heard that you don't let anyone drive it except for you. So no. what would it take for you to let someone drive it? Oh, uh, you know, I see. I kind of treat my car as my wife. <laughs> so that's fair. So like, I, and I wouldn't want to share my wife with anybody. For for some that equates, you know. Yeah. I think I think that's a fair take. Exactly. So I mean, and it's just that's just one thing. That's just like my prized possession. I'm always gonna keep that car with me. Yeah. But I, I mean, I don't know. You had to pay me. You had to pay me a pretty penny though. <laughs> fair enough. You well, you, you spend a pretty penny on sneakers too. We know you're a big sneakerhead. Uh, sometimes, sometimes I, I might pay up. You got you got the there. Orange Air Forces with you right now. Any uh, any other got favorite them. shoes or collections that you got? Uh, I'd probably. 
I do. I do wear a lot of Vans for sure. Yeah. I wear. I have a ton of Vans. I used to wear Vans coming up all throughout high school, middle school. I used to be like my go-to shoe, and then I got me a couple of these Air Forces, and I was just like, oh, this is pretty cool. And now, and then, and I'm trying. I'm trying to get out there more, but like. Shoes these days, they, they be costing too much. I'm, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I am gonna start. I might start buying fakes. I don't really care what anybody <laughs> else says. Shoes are shoes to me. At the end of the day, fake or real. I mean, they're all made in the same factory yeah. anyway. So fair enough. It's like it's like buying a jersey. I forgot the name of the the website, but when I get like football or baseball jerseys, I just get the the ones made overseas. Exactly. It's so much cheaper that way, yeah, and they look the they same. Look exactly the same. Yeah, same material. Just exactly fake or real. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned how much they cost now. What's on the Christmas list then? What's the go-to pair that you you want that you don't have? Let's see. Christmas list, my pair. Triumph, take note. I haven't even. <laughs> dang, that's a that's a great question. <laughs> I haven't really I haven't really thought about no shoes for uh, this for Christmas. I really thought about getting that PS, that uh, that PlayStation Portal. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I did buy it though. I already bought it. I couldn't. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to get that. <laughs> so I already bought that for my Christmas gift. But I say shoes wise, I did want some retro four off white Jordan, the off white Jordans. I did want those, but those that will cost a pretty penny. Oh yeah. yes, those are like thousands of dollars. I was like, I'd get them. For Fair me. enough. <laughs> All right. So we heard from an inside source that you play good bumps before every game. Oh my How God. vital is that playlist <laughs> to your pregame routine? It's very vital. Um, my man, my man Tank, shout out my man Tank. You don't, y'all don't know Tank. This is my old high school teammate. Mm-hmm. Always, I always hit him up like every other game day. Listen, when I be listening to Young Nudie, yep. I hit him yeah. up because that's like my road dog when me and him be yeah. listening to Young Nudie. I hit him up and like just like send him a, send him a song or something, especially Sunflower Seeds. Team, Canteen know about the Sunflower Seeds. Not a lot of people yeah. know about Sunflower Seeds. But uh, yeah, um, Definitely got to listen to the to the good bump playlist. Mm. Um, top, I I say like my top three right now. I got in rotation artist wise, Rilo, Nudie, and Real Boss and Richie. This okay, so we had Jalen Lane on, like I said. Okay, and we asked him this question: Kendrick or J Cole? J Cole. J Cole. Okay, we're two for two in the yeah. right answer right now. So I said to ask that. We're big J Cole guys over yeah, here. Big J Cole, Cole guys. guys over here. Yep. 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 Sideline story. <laughs> it's one of our favorites. All right. So how about during the press conference for Brent Pry? I don't know if you watched it, but it was pretty obvious that you guys were celebrating in the background. We could oh, hear yeah. the the music blasting from the locker room. Who's on Ox when you have a celebration like that? Who is on Ox? That's a great question. I do not know who be on Ox. Probably, probably Fuga. I would believe Fuga would be on Ox. It's rather Fuga or Narell. One of those two. I feel like it would be Fuga or Narell who's who who be on Ox. So who's got better music taste between yeah. Pollard and Fuga? <sighs> See, now y'all trying to make me pick side. Because <laughs> now, now y'all gonna put me on blast and then they Fuga, won't watch. And then Fuga, <laughs> yes, they will. Fuga, Fuga, Fuga will come up to me and be like, "Oh, so now I ain't got music. Now he gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna be beefing so with Fuga." So are you Fuga. insinuating that Fuga has the worst music taste? I'm not saying that. <laughs> See, look at you. Uh, I say, I say, Fuga do listen to a lot of Young Boy. You be listening to my young boy. For I was me. about to say, I heard a lot of young boy yeah. in that yep. press conference. Yep. Yeah, so I'm probably I'll probably go with Narell. I probably I say Narell has a better music taste. I say that. Okay. Shout out my man Narell. All right. All right. There All we right. go. We got the answer. Okay. Yeah. And so uh we've noticed another source of motivation for you definitely has to be your family. And we see a lot of Nelson jerseys oh, yeah. each game day. Uh 
Would you care to just tell us a little bit of how they have helped you in your career so far? Man, it takes a village to raise one, man. I'd say that right now. Uh, country raised. I got a lot of people from Alabama. Um, I moved around a lot as a, as a kid. So uh, just like having like that, that background, just having to be able to fall back on my family to always just be able to, you know, just help me through school. My mom moved around a lot with during like healthcare and stuff like that. So I might have to, my grandma might have to come stay with me or my auntie. Like, so when I, I tell you it's a village, it took to raise me. It was a village that took to raise me like from my grandma to my aunties to my uncles to my dad, to my mom, my mom moving around, having to stay with my brother. Like it's a lot, it's a lot of stuff like, man. So, so they're always, they're always going to be, I know they're always going to have my back. They're always going to be out there and I know they're always going to be cheering for me. So, and I really do appreciate that. I love that for them. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You got a big family? Oh yeah. Uh, especially really on both, both of my sides. I mean, every time I go back home for like a family reunion or something, there's some more cousins or aunties that I have never met in my life. <laughs> but all of a sudden it's a, it, I got another cousin out of nowhere that came from I don't even know like California I was like, huh. I was like I've never seen you before I was like oh yeah I knew you when you was like three years old I was oh, like now, oh now yeah they're gonna I say do. that now they're gonna say that <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah I do have a lot of family but especially my dad but really both sides um but my dad's like he's like one of what he's like one of eight I think and then my mom is one of six or seven I believe I think it's six. Dang, so big yeah. family. Yeah, big. Family. I'm the opposite yeah. of that. I can tell you that. <laughs> I've got I've got one aunt, no uncles. Yeah. So, man, I wish I had a big family. Well, uh, we noticed that you're a real estate major too. Um, what made you choose that career path? Um, well, actually, I'm a business management, EIT, entrepreneurial innovation and technology. I switched it. I used to be a real estate major coming in uh, my freshman year, but I mean, I just picked real estate just to pick real estate. I know, like. When I got here, I was like, I don't really want to do real estate. I can get a real estate license anywhere I want. Um, yeah. I, can, I can get it here. I, I'm do like NIL and stuff like that. So, I, I changed it to to business management, EIT oh, okay. for because I want to own my own business. I want to use my athletic background to train kids. So, because like because like I want to own my own gym, and so I want to train. I want to. I like li- I like working out, I like lifting. So I'm gonna lo- use my athletic background there. Um, I love food, so I like to open me a restaurant. And on top of that, I like real estate. I'd, I'd like to go and buy land, flip houses and stuff like that. So Sweet. That any any cool. urge to get like a CSCS or any certification after college for strength and conditioning, stuff like that? Um, I see where it takes you. Yeah, I could probably look into that and see, see where it takes me. I haven't really thought too much into it. Gotcha. Well, don't mean to grill you, but we do have the speed round coming up too. Okay. So if you want to, we can throw some more questions at you. Go ahead. All right, let's do it. Well, we talked about good bumps. What's the go-to hype song on that playlist? Go-to hype song. Okay. Uh, ooh. It's can a tough I, one. Can I pull it up? Pull it yeah, up? Go for Let it. Let me pull it up. I got my phone on me. Might as well. Let's let's see what he's got in there. Let's see. He's cooking uh, something up. Yeah. I mean, I just put the new Drake album on here. Okay. Well, okay. okay. Did you like For All The Dogs? Yeah, I love For All The Dogs. Okay. You know, had to. Drake, Drake been one. Since I was a since I was a little boy, I say "Not a Drill" by V's right now. That, okay, that that is my go to song That's right now. It's not up many there. people are gonna know that one. Hey, you should probably you probably should play it like while while I just said it. You probably should. We'll throw we'll throw that in the post. Throw it in there. That I think that's my go to for right now. All right, okay. Rob, okay. you take this one. All right, this is a tough one. Okay, how many seagulls 
would have to be in your house oh for you to start thinking someone's putting seagulls in your house. How many seagulls? Think hard. How many seagulls would it have to be in my house for someone for me to for me to think you that can't someone, believe that you just asked that question? Yeah, it's a tough one. Should have uh, prefaced it before before you just turn the turn the switch on that one. Yeah, seagulls. So seagulls. You just walk into a room, you see a seagull. How many of those does it take? So you're like, all right, someone's putting seagulls in my house. It's going to take about two, I two? feel like, because first of all, aren't seagulls, don't you have to like be by the, like, don't seagulls be by the ocean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like, these are theoretical seagulls. Okay, they can really be anywhere. Okay, so I mean, seagulls, there are a lot of seagulls. When you see one seagull, there's like a lot of them. So that's kind of hard. I don't yeah, know. it is a tough question. Have you asked yourself this question? Oh, I've asked myself this question a lot. Uh, See, here's my thought. He ponders process. it too much. I know. It, yeah, I, we, I don't know what his deal it's is. A, it's a great conversation starter because, like, one seagull, you're jumping to conclusions if you're like, all right, someone put a seagull in my house. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. maybe you left a window True. open. You never know. Two, it's like, all right, like, definitely left a window open. There's two seagulls in my house. But three? If I see three seagulls in my house, I know someone's up to some tomfoolery. You know what I mean? I would I would say three's the number. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cole can't believe this conversation right now. I was close though. I said two. Yeah, no, no, no. There's no correct answer. There's no correct answer. Yeah. There is no correct answer. I think we're on the same wavelength. But yeah. I mean, once you get past two or three and you don't believe that there's and you don't have any food on the ground or anything yeah. like that, then Yeah. Then, then you're just oblivious. Yeah, then yeah. you're just oblivious. Yeah, you're yeah. just oblivious. That's a fair yeah. take. All right. How about this? Cats or dogs? Dogs. Okay, that's an easy one. You got All right. it. Favorite restaurant in Blacksburg? In oh. Blacksburg? <laughs> uh, favorite restaurant? I would say Waffle House, but okay. there's nothing like a Waffle House in Georgia. Waffle House here and Waffle House in yeah. Georgia are two different things. Okay, explain know, the you know. difference. Yeah, Kyle and I are both from up north. So, so have you ever been to like, well, y'all have been to Waffle House because, I mean. No. I've heard there's, yeah. a, there's a chaotic connotation yes, to Waffle there, House. There's yeah. a chaotic connotation to Waffle House, like. It's just nothing like it. Like you go in a Waffle House, and if you don't see like some people like ready to look like they're like you know ready to get in a fist fight or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they're standing on business. Then then yeah, standing on business. Like yeah. Then like the food ain't gonna be as good. Like I saw <laughs> I saw this one video on Instagram. There's this guy. He was at Waffle House. He's getting ready to eat his food. He turns around and there's just. Uh, like one or two Waffle House workers about to go at it with these other customers, and he just puts a puts a huge smile on his face, and he goes back to eating his food. I like, I know the food's good, right exactly. there. Exactly. If they're scrapping like, in the background, there's some I, people are squabbling in the background. Yeah? It's definitely okay. good food. Okay. What about cookout? What's what's the go to order there? Okay, I've okay. I, I'm not gonna say I've never been to cookout, but I rarely go to cookout. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Dang. Okay. I'm not much of a cookout person. No, that's fair. That's fair. Do you got to go to Waffle House order? Go to Waffle House or uh, I'll probably just go with one waffle, uh, sausage. I put some chocolate on the waffle, of course. Um, and then it really depends on how I feel because usually I just go there just for the waffle. I might get some sausage. Or if I'm, like, getting really hungry, I might go for the waffle, sausage, whole nine yards with, like, a scramble or something, like a Texas scramble or something like that. Okay, okay. What about a pregame rituals or routines? Are you superstitious at all, other than, of course, good bumps? Um, pregame rituals. So, oof. I mean, I don't do too much, really. I just I walk in. like So, let's say we got a home game. Do the hokey walk. Come in. Um, me and Tuan will walk out to the field. Do, like, a nice little walk around. Feel the, feel the grass. Feel the turf. Walk back inside. Then I'm, I'm going to get my ankles taped. Um, 
And then, I mean, I'm probably hopping a hot tub since it's a home game. But really just go get my ankles taped. Now I'm, now I'm just getting ready, getting prepared, getting a little stretched out before we do our pregame stretch. And then we'll do – I'll do, like, some pass rush with, like, the D-line or whoever else wants to join. And then I'll go back inside, chill, just listen to some music. Of course, I got to listen to Good Bump. Um, Go back out. Mm, that's really about it. And then I get, and I'm, I'm just getting ready at that point. Really, just relaxing and getting ready for Ooh. the game. One of the okay. last superstitious guys we've last had here. Yeah. I can't. I don't like. I don't like to have too much stuff on my mind. Yeah. When I'm when I'm ready to get ready for that. a game. Yeah. All right. So you know, there's a lot of sports here at VT. Mm-hmm. If you could play another one, which one would it be? Oof. I could play another sport. What would it be? I play a lot of sports coming up. Um, I would play. I ain't gonna lie. I'd be I play basketball mm-hmm. and I'd be a lockdown defender like some Dennis Dennis Rodman. Okay. Okay. Like, grabbing boards. Yeah, I'd be grabbing mini boards, locking people down. I wouldn't score too much. I'm not I, one thing about me, that's probably why I like to play defense. Yeah. I don't really like scoring a lot. I just love locking people up. Okay. And then letting you know that I can lock you up. Yeah. But I won't score a point. Big trash talker. Board. Big you, trash talker. I'll, I'll talk trash, I'll lock you up. <laughs> And I might score like one, I might I might score like two points. Yep, you and Rob yeah. have a lot in common. Exactly. Not not big scores, big trash talkers. <laughs> I put up like fifteen on you the other night. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all right, let's let's reel it back in now. So after all of the the tomfoolery, right? We always love to end it on this question: What kind of mark do you want to leave on Blacksburg? Okay, so what type of mark do I want to leave on Blacksburg? That's a great question. Um. I haven't really thought about this too much. I remember, I remember uh, Coach Ham, our, our old defensive coordinator, when he used to talk about me. He was like, "Cole Nelson would be like, you have his jersey hanging up in your mom's kitchen or something like that." And I was like, "That was fun. That was funny." He said that, um, but that's a great question. I haven't really thought about that. I don't. I really just be like one of those people that you know. He was a pretty good player respectful, just put his head down. He was a hard worker, you know, and people were just proud to, like, you know, he put like, – people were just proud that, like, I played for their team, you know, yeah. and I, I just went here. And, like, when I come back, I just like to see kids, my jersey on maybe here and there. That's awesome. Well, speaking of, of seeing the community, right, this is always a, a question we have to throw in there too before we wrap things up. How has Triumph empowered you in your time here in Blacksburg? Man, Triumph is it's been a blessing, I'd say. Um, it brought it brought a lot. It brought a lot into like the program itself. But what it brought it brought more into the program. It's already a lot into this uh football program, but it brought even more into this program and uh I really appreciate them for coming in and just being able to helping me like be able to just get out there and just like help others. Like I was doing uh uh what's it called a food drive the other week um and i was able to come in and just be able to see like where all of our like because we brought like the whole entire team in and we were like packing uh all these sides for the meals for like a turkey for like a turkey giveaway so we give away to the fam to like families in need and stuff like that and so i was able to go all the way down to roanoke and go to the the food bank and they were talking about how like it was like the second largest food bank in the country and i was just i was just 
very humbled by that, and I was, and I, I really appreciate that. Appreciate them coming in. And I was being able to to see something like that because yeah. without them, I don't think I probably would ever saw that food bank, and I would have never knew about that. And I just, I just like giving back to the people, especially the people in need. Like, always gotta give back to the community. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you for coming in. Thank you very much for joining us yeah, today. I appreciate you guys, man. Of course. Well, for Cole Nelson, Robert Bateman to my right, and of course, Kima Crimin producing behind the scenes, I'm Kyle Marshak. We'll see you guys next time in our following installments of the Triumph Spotlight.